Today is Sunday. It is the beginning of the week. This is the day that the Lord has made. I hope you are going to church or on some online uh, telecast, something to get your word for the week. Like you gotta get fed. Like I can't, I have to get fed by a, a, a minister that's that's seasoned that knows the word that 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 has something because usually the the Holy Spirit would definitely guide you to uh, a person especially on YouTube it's very interesting I don't know if it had a lot to do with the whole algorithm or whatever but it's something about when when you find a word that meets the need of your spirit and it just feeds you it just it just strengthens you on on a whole nother level. I just love the fact when God gives something on time. He he don't come when he, you want him to. <laughs> but God has his own divine timing. And his timing has never failed. It comes at the right particular time. To, to, to feed you. To uplift you. To enhance you. To mature you in the spirit. Because you got to realize your soul has to prosper, then you prosper. And I think a lot of times we want to prosper before our soul prosper. And I'm finding out like of recent <laughs> how dangerous that truly can be when you allow your, your, your flesh to prosper before your soul to prosper. Because and I will say that's when you're being a little extra. <laughs> And the reason being I'm saying it is because you, when you are not backed up by something, I don't care what it is in this world or in the spiritual world. If you're not backed up by something, Jesus was backed up by the truth. He was backed up by God. Any materialistic thing that claimed to, 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 to give any type of results has to be backed up by testimonies, have to be backed up by witnesses, have to be backed up by tests have to be backed up by multiple tests not just one test has to be tested in every avenue and and and, and to do to describe that thing in order to qualify that thing in order for that thing to have some type of authenticity about it some authenticity they gotta have some authority like authority has to back things up and and to be honest that's the that's the root of my message today the message is all about the cost of being extra and just if you want to go with me i am going to the 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 by the book the book in the bible <laughs> what is the book in the bible uh matthews and i'm going to um the chapter 26 and i'm um, just to give a little nice background of the touch on what we're talking about is uh, the time of the Lord's Supper. During the time of the Lord's Supper, and I'm just going to paraphrase it and to just give you a nice chunk of what it is. And I'm pretty sure that you already know about it, about the Lord's Supper. Um, during this time when the Lord was doing the supper, um, uh, Jesus was um breaking bread with his disciple and this is what the the part of distributing out his ministry he was establishing something with the last supper and um during this time during this time frame 
Um, everyone know about Peter. Peter was, Jesus loved Peter. Peter loved Jesus. Everybody knows this. Peter, Peter was so in love. I won't say in love, but he loved him so much that he'd give his life. He literally will give his life to Jesus. And um, he professed it. He professed it. He, he, he said it was such confidence if we could just go in was it the 31st verse it says then jesus told them this very night you will all fall away on account of me for it is written i will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will scatter but after i have risen i will go ahead of you into galilee peter replied even if all fall away on account of you, I never will. I tell you the truth, Jesus answered. This very night before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. But Peter declared, even if I have, even if I, even if I to die with you, I will never disown you. Like this, this stirred me up so much because it, it shows to me that Peter was so confident. No, Jesus, I love you. I would die for you. I would do anything for you. Have you ever been in a situation where someone tried to question your identity or question who you question what you said or question? what you're capable of doing. We can have so much confidence and which is nothing absolutely wrong with it. But there is a such thing as being overconfident. When, 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 it, when you are put in certain situations, because I'm pretty sure you guys all know when, when Peter you know, he, he he proclaimed that he would never disown Jesus, but he ended up actually doing exactly what Jesus said. He said that he would disown me three times and he did exactly that. He disowned him. But I am I, I am a I can say I can be of a witness of saying when you, you when you true when you think you really believe in something. When you believe in something and you you become almost narrow vision. You have like this narrow vision and you just have, I, I believe this one thing and I, nothing else. But to be honest, to really say that you believe something, you need facts. You need witnesses. You need something to back you up. If you don't have anything to back you up, then it becomes a theory. Then it just becomes false belief. It can become an imagination. But one of the things that really pointed out to me is the fact that when Peter, under pressure, when a situation occurred to test what he said, a test proves where you stand. But I realized too in life, sometimes you don't know something until something tests you to show you what you know. Peter might have wholeheartedly loved Jesus with all his heart. At that moment, 
he wholeheartedly, no, Lord, I will die. But it, it had a test had to come to test him, to show him. And something about a test, a test doesn't always mean, oh, you failed, you're right or wrong. A test only shows where something stands, where something um, it, it's not strong in, where something is weak in, or what something, or what level, or what ranking does something stand? And at that moment, after Peter was actually tested, he was shown himself. He was shown that you had a space in you that was not backed up. You had a space in you because you had to be tried in order to reveal this space in you. Fear on a certain level, because you got to realize Peter followed Jesus. Literally, Peter followed Jesus through his crucifixion. Uh, crucif I can't even talk today. <laughs> Peter followed Jesus when he was being crucified. His journey, he, he followed them. But when it came to him being proven to the bitter end, will he stand? He showed that he had a weakness. See, the enemy comes to, 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 to find the cracks and windows of our hearts and minds. And this is the area and where he tests us. He will test you on every hand. Oh, you said you are something? I will test you. But the beautiful thing about Jesus and our Father is the fact that he will turn anything bad and make it into good. When we fall, when there are areas in our lives that, that is just not yet pleasing to God, especially in the areas we don't even, we don't even have a recognition of, we don't even know. Oh, what a wonderful God that covers, <laughs> that covers us with his grace. Because he truly does, he really do covers, cover us. Jesus knew in the area and where he lacked. He did not know. It was grace the entire time that covered him. The more, the more he confessed, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Jesus knew all the time this space and where he did not love him. Completely blinded, completely did not know that this space even exists until a certain time. Oh, what a wonderful God we serve because he has great timing. It might be you will you would have thought like Jesus would have told him of this space and this this weak space of his way before, but I, I'm pretty sure in some way, even right now, Jesus right now Jesus is telling him, Jesus will tell you something before something happens. Jesus telling him, you will disown me. He's denying what Jesus is saying. Right before his face, he's telling him, I won't do that. But Jesus is telling him, sir, you will. How would you not believe someone 
who have been showing you the enti- all your, your entire walk with him. The vast knowledge of the depth of how much he knows you. How much he, he cares for you. You, you. We say we love God. No, God loves us beyond our own love. We cannot, we cannot love him the way he loves us. He loves us far more than we love him. Because the entire time, Jesus knew his weak spot. Jesus continued to show his grace. I, I, I have to be completely honest with you. Even in my own walk, I, I can say that there are times where Jesus, God has revealed weak spots to myself in areas I said that I said I would never do. I said, Lord, I serve you. Lord, I give my life to you. Lord, I'll die for you. Lord, I'll crucify my flesh. Lord, I'll do anything. I'll take anything out of my life. Lord, all I want is just you. Lord, I want to be close to you. Lord, I just want to be close to you. Lord, I just want to hear your voice. Lord, I just need your guidance. Lord, I just want to be pleasing to you. Lord, hear my cry. It seems like the more you profess, the more you seek, the more you chase, the more the sheets of your life begins to unravel. And you see in so many areas that you don't please God. You don't. I would not, and I'm not the type of person would justify, how dare anybody justify themselves by the grace that God gives them and say, because of God's grace, I'm good. No, you're nothing but filthy rags. It was God's grace that covered Peter's ignorance. But once you know, What's God show you in the area and where you fall short? He said to repent, 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 repent. You know now, now repent. Repent means to turn. Repent means to, to, to extract and take something out of your life that, that is not pleasing or not in a line that, that, that does not agree with God. You don't leave it there. God forbid, God forbid that we, we, we justify ourselves by the grace that God gives us. Grace is given to the ignorant. I'm, I'm sorry. He showed grace to the ignorant. This is what grace is for. Grace is for the ignorant when you do not know. At this moment, Peter did not know. The entire time God was showing, Jesus was giving grace the entire time. But even after... Even after Peter had fell, <laughs> fell short, show the ignorancy that 
he displayed. He was tested as something that he felt so confident and so strong in. I truly believe that confidence comes from you being backed up. When you have every evidence of something, then you have a ground, you have confidence. But if you're not backed up by nothing, you will surely fall. It's only when you have uh, been through the test. It's only when you've been practicing. It's only when you input the word in you. It's only when you practice the word. It's only, it's not by faith alone, but, but, but by works too. We cannot, we cannot, we cannot, we cannot, we cannot give space. I, I really love the fact that Paul, Paul will say, there's nothing good in me. It's all I have is I am filthy rags. But Paul was used mightily by God. He recognized what was in him. He recognized even when he repented that there's still more in me that I know I am nothing more but filthy rags. More and more and more, God shows me how much I displease him. More and more and more, God show me that I have to run this race even harder. God shows me more and more and more how weak I truly am. God shows me more and more and more how I need him on every hand. I need a God that backs me up. Because I cannot back myself up. I cannot put confidence in myself. There was a time, literally upon yesterday, I went to uh, Sam's Club. And at this time, I was using my mom, my mom's car. And I went to go grab some just household items for the home. And I was planning on getting a TV too, but <laughs> I didn't have enough room in my car at the time. I was getting, I was getting all the stuff that I needed. And I, I got in line and when I got to the the cash the the cashier, I show her a screenshot of my mom's card, and the lady she was trying to scan it. Now, mind you, I have never had an issue with using her card before. I've used her card before. But this time I had a different phone, but same screenshot. It was a little different, but same screenshot I used. And so I was up there at, at the, I was up right up there at the, the cashier. She trying to screen it. Like she's scanning it. She, she took my phone and she's doing it her own stuff. And then she realized she's like, oh, this is a screenshot. She's like, I can't use a screenshot. And she was like, she was like, who card is this? I said, it's my mom. She was like, like she said it with a loud voice. She was like, I cannot use 
a screenshot of it has to be your own car like the embarrassment at this moment <laughs> on 10 <laughs> and um i said well uh well can i use can i like download she like you use the app i said can i download my mom's app or whatever and and and, and you, she was like you you, ha- you have to you you could do that or whatever um you could download it see if you can or whatever i went to the side and I'm, I'm embarrassed at this point i really am and i went to i went to uh go to the side and i called my mom and i'm trying to download look for the app inside uh the play store and talking to my mom while i'm like while i'm doing it and while 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 I'm sitting there waiting, a lady came up to me. She came to me and she was like, I, I have my car. You can use my car. You can come on. And I'm like, thank you, God. In my head, I'm like, thank you, God. And I told her, I appreciate it so much. Thank you so much. I am in sheer embarrassment right now. And <laughs> the lady, she helped me out. And like, I was just, I couldn't even... Like my mind, like slightly in the back of my mind, I'm like, lady, you know, you could have typed these work, these numbers in. <laughs> like, it's been time they typed the numbers in if they needed to. But in my mind, this is back in my mind a little bit, and you know, I'm trying to like, ah, I'm not listening to that. Ah, ah, ah. You know, I'm still embarrassed. And um, as I was finishing out the transaction, I end up walking to the door, and I end up asking the lady. Uh, so how much is that? Like I, I said, if my sister, <laughs> if my sister wanted to get a membership, do we have to do it here or online? And a lady was saying how to say how, um, how to do it. She was like, oh, oh doing online was, you know, that's easier. Knowing that you get like benefits and da, 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 da. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And she was like, so how did you how how what car did you use i was like i used my mom's she was like oh you you must be a um what is it a, a underwriter or something something else like a joint thing i don't know i can't remember what she said it was something along that lines and i was like yeah as i walked out i was like i just lied i just lied not only that not only did i just lie but it made me think about the entire thing as a whole To be honest, I have no real rights to even be in that store. One, the card is not mine. You cannot enter. You can't even enter into the store until you show them your card, for one. For two, I'm not even on the right. So I lied about that. So why even I was in there? Thank God somebody, God helped me through that, through that. But it showed me that being authentic is how important it is to be authentic. And when you overstep your, 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 your confidence, your ground or who you say you are, you give space of falsehood and you also give space also to the enemy to play in. It, it reminds me of 
Peter. Peter loved God, but he was overly confident. And with this overconfidence, he showed that, that he was a liar. He could he could not, he could not follow Jesus. He did he did disown Jesus. He showed himself to, to be a liar. Or uh, there was a space where it was not true. But he did not know this until pressure, until he was tested. At that moment with my own self, I literally like, Lord, forgive me. I, I, I legit lied. I legit lied. Because I wasn't authentic. Like God was literally showing me you. Be, I entered. I was not authentic when I entered. I did not have legal rights in that area. I did not have legal access in that space. I was riding off of someone else and God is showing, no, you got to have your own. You got to be authentic. You got, if you're going to have confidence, it got to, it got to come from ground up. You, if you're going to be lifted, if you're going, if, if change is going to come, if, 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 if you're going to be more than a conqueror, you got to know who you are. And you got to be backed up. Given too much space, just just a little too much space, especially in an area that you really don't know. And and, and, and thank God that God gives grace and God <laughs> make ways <laughs> for you. And every hand and every area in, in my life, God has shown me. I will walk with you, but you got to listen. At that time, Peter walked with Jesus. Jesus was trying to tell him about himself, trying to show him there's this space in you, sir, that will not follow me. There's this space in you, sir, that is still dirty. There's this space in you, sir. That still needs some cleansing and some purging. There's this space in you, sir. Peter didn't listen. Peter didn't listen. And when you're not listening, you give space to the devil. I, I could just imagine. I could just imagine a time of of saying I love Jesus and then and, and following him. And I, I said, I'll die for you. And, and, and I'm running after you, Lord. I'm right behind you. Though though they whipping you, though though they crucify you, though they are abusing the very person that I love the most. I, I, I'm right behind you. I'll follow you. I'll follow you. I'll follow you. I'll follow you. And to eat your own words. <sighs> The type of shame and embarrassment. The type of shame and embarrassment. Eating your own words. It makes you feel guilty of the charges. You feel ashamed. Because you did not stand. 
You don't feel authentic because you've fallen short. Even at the end, when Jesus died, he died, he, he literally came back and he visited his disciples. He went to Peter. He had told Peter to come. I believe it was in Luke where Jesus said around the time where Peter said this, because I'm in Matthew, I believe it's in Mark or Luke. He said, he told Peter, Peter, Satan has asked to sift you out. But I has but I have made intercession for you. And he said, when, when this happened, turn and strengthen your brother. Though we fall short, Jesus will show us where we should fall short at. But we are the ones that's supposed to turn. And then we go Tell our brother. There is nothing that can come against the power that God has. Every demon, every devil cannot and will not stand against his power. When God speak a word, it is so. Even in Peter's life, Jesus already knew what was what was ahead of him. He already knew and the word, the word is the word. He was just showing him what was there. We gotta learn to trust the word wouldn't have spoken because the word is already backed up. The word is, has already established heaven and earth. The word knows every hair on your head. So if the word knows every avenue in your life, know that grace covers the ignorant parts, the parts that you don't know you fall short in. But it's only when the word reveals a section and it, the only reason he reveals these sections is because he called you to repent to turn the more the more the more i repent the more i face jesus 
the more he un unveil the 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 dirtiness in me, the more he calls me to clean cleanliness and holiness. The more, the more, the more, the more he pulled back and show parts of myself that is operating in me. The more he says, seek my face, the more I seek his word, the more I, 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 I put his word inside of me, the more, the more I want to fill myself with him. It's something about the cutting away Ooh, of the branches. Purge literally means you have to push back and cut away. It's part of cutting away. He's showing what needs to be cut away. This life is a process, my brothers and sisters, us to of what to come. This purging out, this cleansing out that has to be done because there is a divine timing that we must be in sync with. So when God reveals something in you that is not aligned, do not lie to yourself, but just merely agree. Well, Lord, if this is in me, Lord, purge it out. Lord, where is your word? Lord, fill me more with you. Because there is a divine timing. There is a timing. And where everyone, there is an inevitable of a time where we have to meet Christ. We have to meet God. We have to meet him. The more you purge, the more you repent, the more you cut away, by the time you get to him, all this time you would have been feeling instead of allowing, oof, allowing the enemy to to have space because we must understand we got we got to meet a god who is holy who is absolutely divinely holy and when you come to face him he's looking for himself he's looking for his word he's looking for the spirit see it's the holy spirit that produces the patience the long suffering all of these things those things have to to sprout out those things have to to live in us. Those things has to be our main operation so that we we, we, we can be a, a great harvest to God. Ripe for the harvest. He said he's coming for our church without a spot nor wrinkle. 
what a high standard in which God's people have to meet. There, it is a race. It is a race. And to think that is not a race, and this is this is not a race or a trial period for your life, will be an ignorant way of looking at life. Though I am not perfect, but it is the God in me that is perfect, that is holy. And the more, the more I decrease in myself and I die to myself to live more in his word. His word is what is everlasting. His word that it will stand against time. It is his word though, even though I die, his word will live again. So, where are you living? Are you living in the extra pieces of your flesh that it that it gives you, that it that it that it tees you with and say, want I want this, I want that? Will you give space? Or will you put both your feet on solid ground? Will you stand on a foundation that is so strong, nothing can crack it? Oh, taste and see. how great God is, how loving God is, how merciful God is, how forgiving God is. There's no, there's nothing that you have done that cannot be erased. There's no sin that is too great, that's greater than love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. There is nothing higher than that. Don't give space to allow the enemy to play. Because when space is giving a little yeast, Leaven the whole lump. You give him a foot, he taking over the whole house. And before you know it, the house will be full of strange things, strangers, a stranger. A stranger in which you allow so much of the enemy to play that before you know it, different spirits then have taken their place and taken their seats and claimed their space. And you're left with, who am I? Or who, who is this? This is, this is not me. I don't do this. I don't do that. Because space was given Peter had an unknown space 
But when he was shown this unknown space, he had a chance to repent. And he repented. He turned. Instead of facing his problems, facing his guilt, facing his shame, facing his embarrassment, he turned to God. To the grace that is still covering many things that are unknown. The grace that is that is covering and that shines so bright like the love that draws him. The grace that is covering. The space is unknown. On this day, if you are in a space where you feel kind of lost, if you are in a space where things have happened in your life, where you, where you just don't know where you stand, where you just don't know who you are, when you just cannot, when you cannot face the person in the mirror. There is a God where his love and his grace is greater. Greater than every tribulation that came in your life. Greater than any sin that has shamed you. Greater than any problem that has beaten you down. Greater than any he say, she say. Greater than any lies that has been told. Greater than any uh, 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 deceptions or trickery that has happened in your life. Greater than any sex that you have done. Any drugs you have done. Any crimes you have committed there is nothing greater than this light of grace there is nothing that this grace cannot cover there is nothing that this love cannot embrace you are love beyond what you can even phantom You are appreciated beyond what any person can appreciate you for. You are received with open arms by a God that's waiting for you to enter in his embrace with. What is it in this life that is worth a space to keep you down? A space to keep you in a cycle of constant disappointment. That A space that keeps you bound by depression that keeps you bound in your mind that keeps you bound in your heart that keeps you bound in situation you think you cannot be freed from what space is is it worth what is that space worth why not allow god to cut away 
everything that keeps you from the joy, the peace, the love that you truly desire. Don't you know God knows the depth and the root of your true desire? We 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 only carve the surface. We only see the surface because we follow the flesh that says I want, and so we think that's our desire, but it's not. Every time you follow the flesh desire. At the end of that journey, what does it always lead to? Where does that road always lead you to? Disappointment, hurt, pain, self-affliction, abuse. Where does that road always lead you? For anyone who has an ear, let them hear what the word is saying. 